0: Havilah Kennington, and this is the Havilah Kennington podcast. This podcast is all about helping you live a life on purpose. For those of you that need kind of that jumpstart, maybe you're at that place where you you realize you need to go forward, but you don't know what to do next. Or maybe you're on that journey, but you just need that kind of push that that kind of phone call that says, "Hey." you want to meet up? Let's have a cup of coffee. And you know that feeling when you have a cup of coffee with somebody and it's maybe an hour coffee break, but when you talk to that person, you feel like, I really can go after my dreams, or I really can do what's in front of me, or you know, I I really can start again. That's what I want this podcast to be for all of us. I want it to be a time where you feel like you can begin again. You can keep going. That. Wherever you are, you can start now. You don't have to wait to be perfect to begin. You can start the journey. And that God is not afraid of where you are. He's not afraid of what He got when He got you. And that, that you can start again. It's a fresh start. And, he's, and that this is going to be a good season for you. Even if you feel like everything's a mess, um, sometimes messy is good. Sometimes that's the place where we begin to start again pick up the pieces and begin to paint a new picture. So I encourage you with that thought. Nobody has it together. I don't care if people act like they have it together. I don't care if they think they have it together. The reality is God is the one that fills our lungs with air. He is the one that's figuring everything out and he's the one that has put the planets in motion. And so we may think we have things together, but ultimately we have a God in heaven that is putting everything in motion And we are simply responding to the mighty hand in heaven so we can all take a deep breath um, that we can relax in his sovereignty and his grace that he is a God that is in charge and in control. Uh, But we can live more effective lives and we can live lives that have more peace and more structure and just have more um, effectiveness and, and just have more purpose. And I believe we can do that and right, lately, we've been talking about uh, having core values, things that keep us going, keep us in our own lane, keep us where we need to be going, not distracted. And today, I want to kind of talk about something that in my life was a real struggle. Uh, it was something that I don't think I would have even realized unless I had had somebody pit, point it out. And when they pointed it out, uh, I, I almost felt this sense of emotion And I felt, you know, when someone talks to you about something, or they may give you counsel, and when they tell you it, it brings up so much emotion. You feel like all the moments in your life flash before you. Maybe even when you were a kid, or when you were in high school, or even in your twenties, and you have these kind um, of—it's like a movie scene where you see those decisions you made, you may have seen the relationship moments and everything gets clear and you almost don't want to lose it. You just think I don't want to lose this moment because everything just cleared up for me. All of those blurry moments got clear and I realized it's almost like shame broke off of me in those moments and I got it. That's what this happened that's what kind of happened to me in this. And I was talking to somebody who was counseling me about yes and no's in my life and figuring out how to have a better yes and a better no and how to walk out my boundaries in a clear way. And she said this, when you go into a situation and you have purpose to say a yes or a no already, I'm going in and I'm already going to tell them I can't do this or I'm going to do this or uh, this is what I've decided But when you walk into their presence, they are such a strong individual or whatever their personality is, they have an ability that when you get in their presence, you change your answer and they reach the little girl or little boy inside of you. And so you kind of turn to mush around them and you just lose your ability to be powerful in their presence. And when she said that, I realized all of the moments. I'm a very strong person. I'm very clear. Uh, I like to be influential. I don't know if I'm necessarily uh, a type I'm a type A in some areas, but I, I definitely wouldn't say that I'm a dominant, uh, but I definitely uh, don't mind being verbal. Um, but I remember in all those moments, when I would go into a situation and I was clear and I wanted to be brave and I wanted to be strong and I wanted to be the leader or I wanted to be powerful, and I would get into a situation where the person was stronger than me or dominant, maybe not even in, in their volume, or, but they were smarter than me or they, they had a presence that was, they, I, felt, they, I felt little in their presence, I felt small in their presence. And they would say something, and I would not know how to react. And they would reach that little girl in me, and I would change my reaction. And I just remembered all of these moments in my life. And I realized that I had lacked the ability to show up, that I wasn't being kind to the little girl inside of me. I wasn't being kind to the fact that that person, uh, again, they didn't hold the power over me, but, but what they represented was the fact that I had internally told myself that I was wrong, or that they were right, or um, that, uh, that that how they were responding, I was in charge of, and so I had to really go back to uh, really asking God questions about the way that I was reacting to people um, responding to me. Was I was I allowing them power over me? Was I allowing them to treat me a certain way? Was I Turning into a little girl in their presence was I? Uh, did I believe lies? Had I, had I made core? Had I had I made agreements in my heart about the way that I was? Um, and so I had to really go after those things. And so I would. I ended up many times going through those situations, kind of backtracking and going through those memories and realizing, uh, going back and saying, "No, I am powerful in those moments," and letting the Holy Spirit. Take me back in those seasons and say, okay, show me, take me back in those moments where I lost my voice. Take me back in those moments where I did did what they wanted me to do because they were scary or I I didn't know what to do or I felt ashamed because I wanted to do something different. And show me what to do. And then I began to really go after the lies that I wasn't worthy or that I was wrong or that um, I... I should have done this a different way, or or whatever it was, and go after those lies and really begin to wash my with wash my mind with the water of the word the Bible talks about and go after that. So simply, I would say this because this is like a huge counseling session. We could spend an hour on this in a message, and we could break the word out open and talk about this. I would simply say this: when you go into a situation, whether it's a, a meeting or whether it's uh, uh, going in to talk to your mother-in-law about something or whether it's going in to talk to your sibling about something or your spouse or whoever, I want you to ask yourself the question, What have I decided to do already? and am I flexible in this? If you are not flexible in this and you and you go into the situation and you leave and you've changed your mind, I want you to ask yourself, did they reach the little girl or boy inside of me? Did I stay with what I had decided? And if they did, I want you to go on the journey to ask yourself, what did I do? Where did I lose myself? Holy Spirit, reveal to me the areas that I've lost uh, the ability to be powerful in that environment. Show me the lies that I believed and reveal the truth to me. I want to be able to to be powerful in every environment uh, because you're living on the inside of me. So I hope that helps you. I know that was like a little deeper than I expected, uh, but I just love, I want to be honest with you. I want you to hear my heart always. Um, And uh, wherever you're at, you got this. You can do this. I believe that. I pray for you. Uh, I really do. I pray for you on a daily basis um, that God will empower you to live this life that he's called you to. Ephesians 4.1, live the life that you are, live the the life you're called to live, that you live the life you're worthy to live. So I bless you and uh, we're going to pop into Radical Growth, and I'll catch you on the other end. Hi, I'm Havila Kennington, and this is day 12 of our Radical Growth online devotional. I'm excited that you are following this study, and I hope that you're getting a ton out of it. This week is all about the, our hearts. It's all about understanding what's going on on the inside of us. And how we receiving the word because the Bible says that the word brings life and the word of God spoken over us. And I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but I have loved the analogy when someone said we're trying to find the man in the pages, which means there's there's a there's a, a storyline, but there's also a real God, there's a real Jesus, there's a real Holy Spirit that's within it, the word alive, and we're we're looking for him within the pages to find this man, Jesus Christ, the savior of the universe that's come to heal us, set us free, deliver us and spend eternity with us forever in heaven. Um, and so that's an exciting message. And so we, we know the word brings that story line alive in us. It brings the relationship alive within us. And so how, wherever your heart is, it's really important. And so we, we looked yesterday at the book of Luke chapter eight, and we looked, we looked about the story of the soil and, um, it's also in all of the Gospels is this story and, and this parable that Jesus taught. So I'm kind of popping over to Matthew chapter 13, which is the exact same um, storyline, but it's a different, different guide telling the story, if you will. But it says in verse thir- chapter 13, verse 4, it says, As he was scattering the seeds, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. The birds came and ate it up. Um, you know, it's interesting. I don't know about you, but even spending the ne- you know three or five or seven ten minutes together, it's really hard at times because I know for a lot of you you have a very busy life. I don't know if you're like me, I have four kids, I have school programs. I have I work full- time. I mean, I've got a ton that I'm doing. and so it's very hard, I think, to just keep up. But then you add in Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and you add in, All of the the age where people can get a hold of you. I mean, most of you that are watching have a cell phone that people can reach you. Or there's people around you that you're just getting inundated. And so there's a tendency for, it's not because we lack heart or desire. It's just that we have so much coming at us all the time. It's difficult for the real things that we want to stick in our lives. And so we've got to kind of be aware of the age that we live in and the, the new kind of warfare, the new kind of ways the enemy comes to rob from us is different than 100 years ago. It is now. Uh, one of the ways is just simply by the socialization that we're getting coming at us. Um, and so uh, today we look at the rocky, the rocky soil, the, the roadside soil, if you will. And we're, we're learning that, you know, we weren't meant to have it packed down. And, and the passage talks about how it was so packed down that when the seed fell on it, the, the birds came and ate it so quickly because it didn't have the rich soil to grab the word and let it go deep inside and let it cultivate and grow. Uh, you know, you're, I like how this passage is, or this this is written here. It says, our hearts are, our hearts are meant to be rich fields the Lord can plant in. But the busyness and the instant response age we live in, sometimes they are more like a well-driven path. The soil becomes packed down and hard because of all the information coming at us. When we read the Word of God in the morning, it's like we go, yeah, we can even watch this or at night. And we're like, yeah, I'm going to start. I'm going to do it well. I love it. I receive it. But many times the enemy is like a well-driven path over our lives, and so we've got the Word, we're excited, and then all of a sudden we see a post here, we go into work and someone says this, or we, we do this, we do that, and it's like almost as if the enemy is going back and forth and back and forth over our lives all day long, hoping to steal the faith that you received in the morning, hoping to steal the faith that you received in the Word for that day. And so we've got to be aware of that, that constant traffic that happens in our lives. And we've got to begin to understand how our lives are very important that we take time to do that. So how do you know if you have a roadside heart? I have three ways that you can know. Um, Number one is you are inundated with spiritual things and yet nothing seems to stick. You have every latest book. You've watched, you've gone to church for many years. You are saturated with word and saturated with awesome biblical teaching and godly people. Yet you still can't seem to grow up in God. You still can't seem to, to get anything out on your own. It's almost like you're being spoon-fed all the time. And that's one way to know, like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm getting inundated, but nothing's sticking yet. Number two, do you forget what the Bible says as soon as you walk away? So, even when, when you're going throughout the day, you're thinking, What was my daytime dare? What was I supposed to meditate on? What did we talk about today? Well, that can be a sign that you have a very um, well trafficked um, heart and it's hard for anything to stick. Thirdly, do you have a hard time holding on to spiritual things? Your joy, your peace, your freedom throughout the day, if you have a hard time holding on to these basic gifts that God's given us, then you may have a roadside heart. And that is okay. You just get to know, hey, I need to do something. And I have a few things I want you to think about to do today. Um, I want you to um, realize like, hey, if I have a roadside heart, um, I want you to write down your thoughts about that. I want you to to really ask yourself, how do I feel about that? What, 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 how am I encountering that? Does that, does that feel good to me? Do, am I tired? Am I constantly eight hour, you know, eight to eight every day? It's a blur. I don't know what's happening. I want you to journal that. I want you to, to say, even if it's like, I don't like this, but I don't know how to change this. Or, you know, I, I've been in God. I'm new, but I feel like I can't seem to get God in my life. Write it down. Many times the enemy loves to keep things hidden. So the moment you actually bring it into light by either saying it or writing it down is the moment we find freedom, just being honest. And then your daytime dare, which also is linked to your evening reflection, is I want you to consider, if you have a roadside heart, fasting something in your in your life. And what I mean by that is a fast is a moment when we abs- when we abstain from something in a moment, to awaken something else within us. So many times you'll find that the saints, a biblical saints or people that are now following Christ, they fast food or they fast media or they, take, they just take a moment in their life where they say, I'm going to abstain from something to awaken another part of me to hear God in a greater way. So I would ask you, is there something you can abstain from? If, if it's social media for a little bit. Hopefully not, you know, radical, the Radical Growth Online devotional. but maybe it's like, I'm not gonna be on my phone all day long. I'm only gonna be on it these hours. Maybe it's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take 30 days and fast from TV. Maybe it's, I'm gonna take 30 days and fast from the, a bunch of extra activities. Whatever it is, take some time to get that space in your life. If you can get that space in your life, the Word's gonna go deeper in you. So I hope that helps you. Don't be discouraged, keep going and 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 believe that God's going to help change your life in this in this week alone. Well, my friends, that's our time for today. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the new Periscope. You can also find my products and my upcoming events at havalattenington.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great day, and I'll catch you next time.